Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for TV. Tonight we're going to talk, you know, just about whenever I think I've seen it all. Tonight we're going to talk about um, guys going to these feels retreats. They call them feeling retreats. Let me adjust my camera here. There we go. They call them feeling retreats. And these are where men can shed all that negative uh, feelings and try to feel better about themselves. <laughs> and so I'm going to read through this story. And if this just doesn't make you cringe, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. You know, I just did a video on how, how women are complaining that, that men don't know how to fix things anymore. And men don't, men don't know how to uh, uh, be strong and masculine and supportive and that they're too effeminate and too feely. So they act like they want us to change. And then and then this story comes out. And, and this goes back to, I think, what I, I've talked about this in a couple other videos where you get to this point where uh, guys are told, hey, we want you to be this way. That's been going on for the last 10 or 15 years. So now that, that men are like, okay, I've listened to you. I've, I've, I, I'm with you. Well, they, we changed our mind. We don't want you to be like this anymore. The, the, what you guys, young guys have gone through, I tell you, I, I don't know how you do it. So let me, let me read the story and then we'll talk about it a little bit more. And as always, let me record this so I don't forget. Welcome to the Anti-Fight Club. American men are flocking to weekend retreats to speak about their feelings and let it all out. And when they do that, every, uh, every woman is as dry as the Sahara Desert for 200 miles around. Let me just say that. In a chalet in Massachusetts countryside, if that doesn't tell you what kind of guys are going there, I, I, that, that says it all right there. In a chalet in Massachusetts countryside, tears run down Lucas Crump's cheeks as he pours his heart out at one of the new kind of support groups growing in popularity among American men. Sounds like the introduction to like some really cheesy story. All right. There were moments this year when I wanted to give up. The 40-year-old, wow, he's not a millennial. The 40-year-old 40, told the circle of participants all tired of trying to live up to traditional male stereotypes. Yes, it's very hard to live up those traditional male stereotypes of fixing things and not being afraid of spiders and having a job, and not crying every time you accidentally forget to uh, put the ice cream back in the freezer. Yeah, that's tough. The dozen men, all white Americans, ranging in age from their 20s to 60s, were leading a retreat run by Everyman, a group that helps men shrug off the armor of masculinity to get in touch with their true feelings. Sort of like an anti-fight club. Yeah, more like a cry club, a knitting club. Over the course of one weekend last month, 55 men opened up about their weaknesses and insecurities at the chalet as snow fell quietly in the woods outside Racebrook Lodge in Sheffield. I don't know who this author is, but they, they're trying too hard. Just write the story. We don't need all the pretty words in there. My gosh. I'm sad. I'm afraid, says attendee Michael. He wished he could tell his family how he feels, but he finds it hard. I'm shocked he has a family. This groups, uh, The groups are seeing a surge in attendance, reflecting a shift in attitudes and increased curiosity increased curiosity about what it means to be a male, particularly among U.S. millennials, as well as growing debate about the so-called toxic masculinity fueled by the us-also movement. 
Another participant, Tom, is struggling to get over a recent breakup. I mean, I get it, man. Having a bad breakup sucks, but I mean, go have a couple of cold ones with your friends. Go shoot some darts or some pool. Watch some football or soccer football on TV. I mean, just get over it. That's part of the game. They have a cry circle. Obviously, you can tell how I feel about this. I mean, just sitting around and crying about your problems and lamenting to everyone around you doesn't solve anything. It might get make you feel a little bit better, I suppose, but I mean, go have a cold you know, go have a cold one and relax or go sit on your back patio and get your mind off things or something, but a retreat to have a crying circle, come on. I feel I felt a lot of pain. I feel a lot of self- sadness, he says, as his fellow attendees look on with concern. Participants share their experiences and take part in a group one-on-one workshops where they learn to deal with feelings of anxiety and anger. Ryan Zagon has been attending sessions for six months. Six months. Go see a therapist, man. Who wants to go do this every couple of weekends? My gosh. No wonder you can't get over this stuff. Just get over it. And look, I know some of you guys out there have have hit some bad spots in your life. And I'm not trying to put you down if you're in one of those bad spots. I won't even lie, man. I've had girls that have made me cry. I've had girls that make me wonder what in the heck I'm doing and why I'm still dating and and where my next step is going to be. And I thought we were going to be together. I've had those days. I think a lot of us men have had those days, whether you openly weep or, or not. But I remember when I was 18 and I first joined the military. Man, I went to the MEP station in uh, uh, San Antonio, Texas, and I was in the middle of the training, and it was a tough day, and you're getting yelled at, and you're, you, you get, you're forced to be up for over 24 hours. They just break you, and all the guys crawling into bed on the second night we were there, just exhausted, emotionally jacked. We laid down, and man, you could hear almost every bunk, 18-year-old guys crying. We've all been there, but... This kind of thing, just paying money to hang out with a bunch of other guys crying about it, it's not going to make you feel any better. And just it's just, I don't know. I grew up in Louisiana where the definition of a man is very narrow. Do you hunt or do you play football? And I didn't do either. I grew up feeling like an outsider. Uh, coming here for the first time gave me role models of other ways to be a man, how to be emotional in a way that is powerful, loving, empath- empathic, and at the same time, strong, Zagon said, er, added, gee, I wonder why his girlfriend broke up with him. She's probably hanging out with a guy that's like literally rearranging her insides as, as we speak. Michael Kimmel, a sociologist who specializes in masculinity, says many American men today worry they're not doing as well as their father or grandfather and feel like they're living in a straitjacket. You are, you are. The reason why your father and your grandfather did better Those men were around during Vietnam. Those men were around during World War II. Those men did not have weepy women at home. They could go cry on their shoulders. They went to work. They got the job done. They came home. They took care of their family. They raised their children in a a nuclear family. And and it was being a man. And you know, if if, if for some reason, if being a strong-willed, not-in-touch, weepy man makes me bad, then I guess I'm a bad guy. Because... I just do not see how you can navigate through the world as a man when men are based on logic and women are based on emotion and you're trying to navigate through everything by emotion. As a guy that messes us up, you ever notice when you're best in a relationship, when you're happiest in life, when you're when you're first dating somebody and everything's going good, 
and and yes, you're thinking with your emotion, but as soon as you get too emotional and you start falling in too deeply in love and you care too much, everything goes south on you. But as long as you're kind of a little bit more withdrawn and you calculate your way through things and you think about problems and you work your way through it, life's on easy mode that way, isn't it, fellas? Yep. Same thing when you go when you when you when it's concerning around work. If you're worried about work, or you're worried about your girlfriend, or you're worried about your marriage and married, and you're worried about this, worried about that, you don't do any, you don't do well at work at all. But if you don't have any of that side emotional baggage, you can go in, focus, and knock out work, and be a professional and get it done, and be good at your job. So as a man trying to, that's why I have such a problem with these kind of things, because men don't operate well when they navigate and work off of emotion. It just doesn't work. And this promotes it. And I think in the long run, it's going to make these men less happy because now they're going to be leaving here and all in touch with their emotion and everything else. And no woman's going to want anything to do with them because women don't like are not attracted to that kind of guy. They're attracted to a guy that's confident and secure, knows where he's going, knows what he's doing. And those guys, you guys out there that are, are kind of bachelors but still dating, you ever notice that the, the less you care about a relationship and the less you care about the girl, the more she likes you? because you're not getting all emotional on her it's because you're a rock it's because you're steady it's because there's a little challenge in there that you might leave or you might not or you might date or you might decide it's over that's what draws them in okay so the minute you become this weepy feely man that'll scare scare girls off and dry them up like the sahara desert before you know it so yeah they are living in a straight jacket we live in a society now i'll continue on we live in a society in which every other man is a potential competitor for jobs, for money, for access, for power, he explained. So we don't look at each other as brothers. We look at each other as rivals. So when you have that kind of a relationship, you feel isolated. Disagree. Disagree. You want to talk about brothers? Military, police officers, fire department, EMS, anything, and, and fishermen, you know, crab fishermen, power line workers, wherever. You look out for your fellow worker. Now, don't tell me you're not in competition for the same position. If, you, if you're both after a raise, you both want to do well. If there's a position for a chief or a sergeant that, something's, uh, that opens up, there's going to be lots of guys that go for it. But if you're the guy that loses and one guy out of 10 makes it, are you all, are all of a sudden angry at the other, other nine and not going to get along with them because they all competed with you? No. That's, that's, again, this is what happens when you don't have positive male ro- role models in your life helping you grow up and understand how to navigate this stuff. This is what happens when you try to navigate through life with feels. It doesn't work as a man. I'll continue on. Other support groups providing men's workshops and regular retreats include Junto and Mankind Project. The idea behind them is not new. It's writer Bob Bly pioneered self-help books and therapy sessions for men in the 1990s. But Owen Marcus, who helped the Structure Every Man program, says the, the sessions would never have been this popular 20 years ago. No, they wouldn't. And you know why? Because the nuclear family was stronger and the divorce statistics were not as high and men were involved in young men's and boys' lives much longer and much more than they are now. Young men are much more open to this. They're more willing to take that initial risk. Yes, because they think more like girls. Every Man was founded in 2016, predicting the Me Also movement ignited by the Harvey thing scandal in 2017. But the group and others like it have been brought into focus by global reckoning on misconduct, which has caused many men to question their own behavior. 
Everyman co-founder Dan Doughty says his purpose is not to deal directly with uh, the toxic masculinity, but that the issue is never too far away. We need to meet men when they where they are and not come and not come in and say, "Hey, what you're doing is terrible." You know, again, it's making. I don't have to question my everything that I've done for the last five, ten, seven years. I don't have question my attitude toward women. Do you know why? Because you stay professional with them when you're at work, and you don't go out for drinks after work with them. You don't hang out with with coworkers, uh, female coworkers outside of work. You keep it professional, and then you keep your dating life separate, and and you don't let the two mix. That's how you keep it much simpler. You won't have any of these allegations put upon you for any action you've done. Now, yes, you might get a fake one, but that's not that's not on you. Zagon believes men cause hurt because they themselves are hurting. So men have the ability to go deep into that hurt, to feel it, to possess it in a more healthy way. Then they're not hurting other people. That's a skill we're teaching here. Aside from retreats and week-long expeditions, every man has a network of support groups. Every man says uh, sessions are not intended to replace therapy, so you're going to pay for this on top of therapy. So I'm not sure how this is good um, or necessary. Uh, presently, and see why why this sentence is even necessary. I know I'm all over the place, but th- this thing really irritates me. Presently, every man f- retreats are mainly frequented by straight white men. Who cares? Who cares? Why is that in there? What what does that have to do with anything? Uh, unless you're saying that straight white men are like weak or or aren't able to handle whatever. The group is working to attract more diverse participants. Why? Just let, if a man has a problem, he'll show up. Why are you effectively going out and looking for diverse people that might have problems? Oh, I got to get off the internet. I'm telling you. Women cannot join for now, however, for fear that they will inhibit the men. Every man's, the the program's called Every Man. Why would you even let women in? All right, I'll uh, I'll stop it there. But I did, uh, here's the page for Every Man. And here's the pricing. So if you want, if you're local, in other words, you're going to be sleeping at home and just showing up to the weekend event, five, 600 bucks just to go talk and cry in a room with other men. A, a four in a room is 695. A triple room, 795. Double room is 1,045. And if you want a room to yourself, 1,300 bones. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I know I sound angry about this stuff. Here's the thing. If you're upset and you have problems and and you're in a dark place. I'm not making fun of you. I, I promise you that because we've all been in those dark places. Go see a professional therapist. You know, I, I usually recommend at least trying to find a male because at least they can um, maybe understand what you're feeling, what you're going through, certainly more than I think a female therapist will. Um, and then even then you may need to look through the therapist until you find a right one. Many times you won't find one right away that's the right therapist for you. Number two, if you do that, be honest with a therapist. Okay, don't try to hide things. Don't try to to tell stories. Be honest with them. If you do this, you can find help. And I suggest you do find help if you need it. However, paying extra money to sit in a drum circle with a bunch of other guys, crying and talking about your experiences and what makes you feel weak and how you think you can be a better man and doing this self-exploration is not necessary. And I think something like this I mean, to me, it just sounds like a shill to get money from guys that are maybe in a bad place. 
Instead, tell men to go get some therapy. Tell men to hang out with other men that have gone through similar things. Come to watch material like this, like some of the other Bachelor and men doing their own thing channels, and and go to some of the websites and see other and talk to other men or leave comments about it to other men where you can have this conversation and find like-minded people. This stuff, though, this to me is just taking advantage of guys. And I think that's why I'm angry at it is because I feel like this takes advantage of men. It's not really going to help them. It lets them dump their emotions out and maybe it temporarily makes them feel better, but it's not going to improve their lives and you're just taking money from guys that they could be spending on something else that may really help them like maybe a lap dance. I don't know. All right, guys, I'll leave it there. Uh, If you'd like to support my work, links are below. And for those of you that have, I really appreciate it. It means so much to me. If you'd like to support my channel also with likes, shares, and comments, please do so as well. I always love to hear from you guys. So leave a comment below so we can have a conversation about this craziness and and, uh, we'll go from there. Gentlemen, this is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. You have a good night. Thank you.